irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You're listening to The Horse Ownership Experience with Billy Koch and Michelle Yu, right here on LA Talk Radio. Ownership experience is brought to you by TaylorMade Stallions, California Chrome. What a great horse California Chrome was and hopefully will be as a stallion. Call Travis White, 859-885-3345 to book your mares today to California Chrome, Mishawish, Midnight Storm, Not This Time, and more at TaylorMade. This is the Horse Ownership Experience. I'm Billy Koch, founder and managing partner at Little Red Feather Racing Club. It is the Tuesday before the greatest day of it's the most wonderful time of the year thank you breeders cup coming up at santa anita this friday and saturday 14 races worth a hell of a lot of money and we have michelle Yu as always standing by today is our breeders cup preview show we are going to go through each race in the next 45 minutes i don't know how we're going to do it that fast but we are i'm going to talk really fast today michelle how excited are you I'm so excited, Billy. I can't even stand my you, you have been working like a dog, and I'm talking, you <laughs> have been there every morning. You have seen the horses. You have talked to jockeys. You have run with jockeys. You have seen horses cool out. Michelle, what is the one thing that has stood out to you so far? The You know, the one thing I think is really intriguing this year is that there's no chuckouts on, like, crappy works, right? Like, a lot of times, like, oh, this horse didn't look that great. This horse not getting over the track, and... You end up with like at least one or two you can chuck. And this year, I feel like everyone's looking really good. We're seeing a lot more blowouts here. I'm also actually surprised um, that with the turf course being open, we haven't seen more horses utilizing it that are allowed to. And, you know, a lot of horses did choose to do their final piece of work out of town. I'll be interested to see how that plays out on race day. Good, good stuff, Michelle You, We're going to get right to it because we have 14 races. And as I said, it's millions of dollars that they're giving away on Breeders' Cup uh, Friday and Saturday here at Santa Anita, the great race place. Tickets still available. Go to BreedersCup.com, and I think you can get nice tickets probably still. So um, we're going to start on Friday. It's the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Turf Sprint. I'm going to let you go first. Michelle, take it away. Okay, well, today I did get to talk to Nick Luck, and he really touted me on Alligator Alley, who's a 12-to-1 morning line for Joseph O'Brien. Gets blinkers on today and has already made six career outs, which for a two-year-old I think is a significant thing to note because we don't usually see a lot of two-year-olds with as many outs. Um, There are a couple of Europeans that have a lot of outs like that. Dream Shot has eight outs, and Dr. Simpson has eight outs. But over here, you know, a lot of times you'll go into it with just two or three outs. So I think that that is definitely interesting and does get first-time LASIK, so they are opting to uh, go ahead and use that. Not sure what happened to Alligator Alley last time out in the Flying Childers. 
Um, but if Nick Luck thinks that he could possibly overcome that last out, I'm all for it. Uh, he didn't break great last time, so he does have to stand up in the gate. But I think Kamari is also the interesting one for Wesley Ward. She's bringing in back-to-back wins. And in a workout a couple weeks ago, she just toyed with a horse named Bound of no- uh, Bound for Nowhere who crushed last week. So if you liked that horse and it won that way, then you have to look at Kamari. All right, so you're you're going to make your top pick, I imagine, Kamari, and you're going to make your long shot. That's how we say we're going to do this. We're going to make a top okay. pick and a long shot. So your top pick is Kamari. Your yep. long shot is Alligator Alley. I hope you're writing this stuff down. I'm, um, I'm, I got to pick a color to write it down in because I have like different colors for everything I do. Okay, pick a goddamn color. How about purple? Oh, it's Breeders' Cup. Oh. Well, purple's okay. Well, all right, I'm going to go in a different direction, but I, you took Kamari, which is one of the Wesley Ward runners. I'm going to mm-hmm. go with Four Wheel Drive, who I think may be the favorite. He's three to one on the morning line. He ran a six on Thoroughgraph last time, which is the best number in the race. I thought he was absolutely super impressive in the futurity at Belmont. Wesley Ward, I read Ortiz, Four Wheel Drive from uh, there's a horse he's by and this horse I've kind of never heard of, and I don't know how to say his name. American Feroa. Pharaoh. Oh, it's Pharaoh. I think, he won, I think he won the Grand Slam. So I'm going to go with four-wheel drive. And my long shot, I'm going to go across seas. I'm going to go to Archie Watson and Jamie Spencer with a little filly named Band Practice. She's won three straight. Her thoroughgraph figures are 14, 10, 8 leading up to the race. I watched her races. She gets first-time Lasix. She's 12 to 1 in the morning line. I think you're going to get more than that. That's my long shot in this race. Band I saw her today practice. for the first time, actually. How'd she look? She looks good. She's not a very big thing. Well, that's okay. You don't need to be that big no, to run five furlongs. No, you don't need to be big at all. All right, let's move on. We have that race. Good job, Michelle. Race six on Friday's the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Turf. This is a big field. This is a ton, a bunch of euros. And Michelle, where are we landing in the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Turf? You know, this race really it sucks because I love Dan Blacker's horse. I hate Dan Blacker's horses post. So I don't know if I should still like kind of pick the horse I really like or if I should just say it's too much to overcome and kind of go a little bit more. Well, can I stop you? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to make Dan Blacker's horse hit the road my long shot selection. Okay. I like the horse too. I know Flavian Pratt has uh, worked this horse earlier in the week. Obviously, my sister Emily is involved with Dan Blacker. She is so excited. When they drew 14, I was at the draw with them yesterday. I felt so terrible. Uh, But you know what? Horses have won from this post. Hit it a bomb one from here. And I think what this does is it actually makes it easier because you just have to get to the rail. You might have to take back all the way to last. And in this race, you never know. They might go bonkers up front, and it could set up for a horse like Hit the Road that just uh, with a perfect ground-saving trip, swing out, mm-hmm. turn him for home, or find a seam, he could come running. So I'm going to make him my long shot play. Okay. Well, I like. I also like Structor for Chad Brown. He's undefeated. He's two for two. Um, you know, he's gone a mile and a 16th, so he'll be cutting back in distance. But I thought that in his last race, which is the Pilgrim, it was his first time versus winners. He had gone to Belmont, was his second racetrack and his second career start. He really, I thought, was game because he hit the front maybe a touch on the early side and had to fight off some other comers. So I, I like Structor in here. Okay, draws, draws a good post. Post two mm-hmm. has, a, has Jose Ortiz for Chad Brown, who wins everything on the grass. 
Michelle, I'm going to be a little obvious here. I'm going to go with Arizona as as the logical winner here. Aiden O'Brien has dominated this race in the past. Ryan Moore jumps aboard. Uh, I, I keep mentioning the third graph sheets because I went through them this morning. Ran a six last time when he was second to a very, very good horse and a superstar in Europe named Pinatubu. I don't know if you've seen him run, but he's awesome. I he gets have not. Fir- first time How LASIK. Can you, you say that name again, Billy? Pinatubu. I think that's how, Pinatubo. I don't know how to say it. <laughs> but I love Arizona here. I think he's almost a single. Um, I think he's the best horse in the race. So Arizona for me with Hit the Road, my long shot selection. In the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Turf, Michelle is going to go with Structor. And I think Hit the Road. I think we're both on for the long shot play with Hit the Road. Okay, sounds good. All right. Let's move on. The Breeders' Cup Juvenile Phillies goes as race seven. It is a $2 million race to be run at a mile and a 16th on the main course. Michelle, interesting draw for the favorite, Donna Veloce. Veloce. Isn't that crazy that she's the favorite off only one career out? And let's be honest, he didn't even let her run that day. Like, I think she ran for four strides. I think drawing the rail hurt this filly's chances. Um, she is going to have to go. This is first-time winners. She may be this good, but there's a lot of other early kind of pace in here. You figure British Idiom's going to be up there. Lazy Daisy probably be close. Wicked Whisper likes to go to the front. Comical from the extreme outside. Um, all these horses have speed. They may not have the speed of Donna Veloce, but it'll be interesting. When you ask a horse to face winners for the first time, especially a group like this, and go two terms for the first time, if they're going to win, they are really, really special. Mm-hmm. And this filly might be. She cost 800000 She's by Uncle Mo, uh, trained by Simon Callahan, who does well with these types. Obviously, Pratt knows her well. Um, she's not going to be my pick. Who's your pick in this race? I like Wicked Whisper in here for Steve Asmussen. Undefeated, she won the grid one for that last time out, but that's a Belmont, so it's a one-turn mile. So this will be her first time actually trying two turns. But I have been impressed with her mentality. I've been at the barn with her. I've seen her schooling. And when I saw her, I was like, who is that? She just looks fast. And I know we're not talking a sprint race. We're talking a route race, but she just looks like a racehorse. Um, I've been really impressed with her composure. And I thought it was interesting that Scott Blasey pointed out to me, she's actually never been able to work at the track that she's run at. When she ran at Saratoga, she had worked over the Oklahoma track. And when she ran at Belmont, she worked over the training track at Belmont, not on the main track. So here she's actually gotten a couple of works on the surface she's going to run. And, you know, it's just not something that you see a lot of times from two-year-olds to be able to carry your game from track to track and not even have a work over it. I think that just shows, um, you know, some kind of elevated being about her so i like wicked whisper michelle guess who i like who wicked whisper Really? (laughs) yeah i loved her last two races i watched a lot of video i love her pattern um i love that rosario got to know her and i think she can sit right off donna veloce and 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 i just i i'm so in your boat on this she's a five hundred thousand dollar keeneland september purchase by liam's map Steve Asmussen has been calling all the right shots, and I like Wicked Whisper. That's exactly who I wrote down. My long shot here, it's going to be... Now, you know, I think uh, British Idiom's going to get bet. I think Bast is going to get bet. I think... Or, we're the Bast. 
uh, is going to get bet. Donna Veloce is going to get bet. I think the overlooked horse in here is Perfect Alibi, Mark Cassie, Jose Ortiz. She's the most experienced horse in the field. She's never run worse than second. She got beat by British ADM at Keeneland. But she had a little bit of a rough trip that day. She won the, her prior two races. She won the grade one spin away. She won the grade two Adirondack at 10 to one or maybe even more with Irad Ortiz. That's my long shot play is perfect alibi. But I'm with you. I think Wicked Whisper gets a perfect trip and I think she wins this race. Okay. I, my long shot play is actually going to be comical in here. You know, she started off her career really well and then she just did not seem to like Del Mar for whatever reason, but I thought she came up back with a bang up effort and the chandelier at, at Santa Anita on this track. I like the fact that she's got just enough speed from the outside to get herself in a good position, but I don't think she's in need to lead tight because she came from off of it in the Schuylerville. Um, that was her first try routing in the chandelier, and I didn't think that she was going to be able to stay late, and she was super game to come to Bass. And you know, her and Bass threw down in the lane. I thought that was a really good effort for her. So as someone that's going to be probably overlooked, I'm going to use her as my long shot play. Very good. Michelle and I both agree. Wicked Whisper is our pick. Perfect Alibi is a long shot for me. Comical for Michelle in the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Phillies. Here on the Horse Ownership Experience Breeders' Cup Preview Show. We go on to the eighth race, the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Philly Turf. It's a grade one. It's a million dollars. Michelle, where are we looking here? I mean, for me, I kind of liked abscond, but I really haven't delved too far into the Euros yet. And of course, you know, you, you always have to. You also have to pay attention to Chad Brown, who has won five of 11 runnings of this race, if my numbers are right on. And he has um, selflessly in here. She's coming off a win where she broke her maiden in grade two company in the Miss Grillo Stakes. I think this race is totally up in the air, so it's going to be hard for me to pin down a horse. Really, I might have to go with my abscond my long shot play. Okay, abscond your long shot play and selflessly, selflessly, Chad Brown, your pick. Okay, that sounds good. I think that's fair. I'm going to go. I'm going to go right to the Europeans. You know me. I'm going to Roger Varian and Billy Buck, Billy Buick. Uh, Daye watched her. Uh, She just won the Grade Two Shadwell Rockfell Stakes. She was second in the grade one uh, Moiglar stakes at the Kura. Uh, she was favored. She's been favored in every single one of her five career starts. She has improving figures, and I just, she drew well with five. Um, she has her, uh, seven furlongs is the longest she's gone, but she's by bated breath. Too. Seven furlongs. But straight. she's by bated breath, and I love these euros when they come back here. Uh, for my long shot play. Uh, I'm also going to go overseas. I'm going to go with Tango. Uh, Have you ever heard of this guy, Aiden O'Brien? He wins a lot of races. He hasn't won the Philly races, but Ryan Moore rides. This is another sprinter stretcher outer, uh, but and by no nay never. But she's out of a Galileo mare, and at ten to one with those two, I think that's a good long shot play in a wide open race. I agree with you, Michelle. Let's move on. Let's move on to the Breeders' Cup Juvenile. This is going to be one of the most fun races of the day. This is the preview for the Kentucky Derby next year. Unfortunately, for those of you listening who don't know, Maxfield, who was going to get a lot of action. He was 3-1 to on the morning line for Brendan Walsh. He's out with a uh, some type of foot injury, we believe. So Maxfield is out. There will be two horses that will be getting a lot of action. and the, It's the one, Dennis's Moment. Uh, for Dale Romans and Irad Ortiz, and also the six, eight rings for Bobby Baffert and Johnny Velasquez. Michelle, where are you going? Uh, how about I go long shot play first? <laughs> okay, go ahead. Wrecking Crew. 
Uh, this is a Wrecking horse that crow. is not fast enough on paper. Okay. Yep. He hasn't even won uh, since breaking his maiden. Yep. He's gonna be routing for the first time. But yep. Sky Kingdom was like a you know a route type. Um, but I cannot believe how good this horse looks. He looked pretty good at Del Mar. He is really blooming right now. Um, I have just been in love with him. Every time he's walking on the backside in the morning, I'm like, who's that? And I like, I literally run after him. I'm like, oh, it's Wrecking Crew again. Wrecking so, Crew. Yeah, he's just the You know why I keep saying like that, right? My eye. You know why I keep saying that? You know the name, I'm right? running like a Wrecking Crew. <laughs> no, no. It's from, it's from The Sting. It was one of the names of the horses, the, the fake horses and Wrecking Crew. Remember The Sting? No, oh, never. God. I have no idea what you're talking about. You right have now. to watch the sting. Anybody okay. out there who has not seen the sting, you need to watch it this week. Anyway, all right. Your long shot is Wrecking Crew. My long shot's going to be the five Scabbard, uh, improving speed figures. What's that? Noose. What do you mean noose? His original name oh, was his, Noose. Right. His original name was Noose. He goes 12, 10, 6 on third graph. He ran a, a really good race with some trouble behind Dennis's moment in the Iroquois. Mike Smith hops aboard for Eddie Canelli. Uh, he's 8 to 1 on the morning line. I think you're going to get every penny of that. That would be my long shot play. And the pick, Michelle, I mean, you got to pick between Dennis's moment and eight rings, right? Right. Who's it going to be? I went, uh, I went Dennis. You went Dennis. Okay, you yeah. went Dennis's moment. For those of you who don't know, Dennis's moment, he dropped his rider in his first start, and then he came back and won by 19 lengths, then, then dominated the Iroquois. He's, he was 2-5 to five that day. He's 8-5 to five on the morning line. He did draw the rail, which is interesting, uh, but he, he has looked sensational at Santa Anita. He turned in one of the best works of the week uh, the other day. Dennis's moment is Michelle's pick. I wrote down Dennis's moment. And I put a and then I put a slash next to it, and I put eight rings. I've always been an eight rings fan. Um, Bob Baffert wins these kinds of races. Since you yeah. took Dennis's moment, I'll take eight rings, just so we're on different sides of the fence. Yes, I like it. That's fair. Um, I think if you're betting this race, you got to use them both. I hate to say that with two horses that are probably going to be seven to five and eight to five or even less, but um, there's little separating them. Uh, Johnny V takes over. He took over last time, won by six, the American Pharaoh. And I think those two horses, the winner probably comes from there. That is the Friday pick six. Uh, oh, pick six. Also, the Breeders' Cup. Um, so go to Saturday. Because the Breeders' Cup, Philly and Mare Sprint. This is a grade one. It's worth $1 million. Michelle, where are you going here? Um, I have, well, I don't have morning line odds, actually. So I don't know what the prices are going to be I'll give you prices. Here. I got them. You do? Yeah. Okay, good. So I think I like come dancing. You in like here. come dancing, who's the second choice at five to two. I'm gonna tell you ahead of time, she's my pick as well. Boom. Oh, really? Yes, I like come dancing. I don't Confeffi drew the rail. I think mm-hmm. that's a death trap for her. I think it's good. She's gotta go. Oh, I think there's work. gonna I'm sorry. I think it's a tough spot for her. We'll cut we that go. out. And and I think she's gonna have to go, and I think she's gonna get pressure. And I think it sets up come dancing uh, is running extremely fast numbers. And even the races, she's won four of her last five, actually five of her last one, two, three, four of her last six. And the two horses she lost to were Marley's Freedom when she was good and Midnight Bisu, who is mm-hmm. a horse of the year candidate. And she was going longer that day, a mile and a 16. She cuts back to seven ace. This is her distance. She's two for four. The only thing I worry about is the ship. But I like come dancing. I'm with you, Michelle. 
All right, my second horse is Spiced Perfection. We have not seen very many Calmreds winning Breeders' Cup races, um, but she has tangled with some of the best. She is a grade one winner. She won the Madison Stakes over at Keeneland. She's coming off a win in the TCA after falling onto her face last time. And I just think that it would be super cool to see her win. She likes Santa Anita. She loves this distance. And, you know, we're talking seven furlongs. That's the kind of tricky situation. And I think she's pretty versatile. I wish she had a little bit more speed breaking from the outside, but it's not a huge field. So yeah. she's my, I don't know how big of a price she's, she is. But she's she'd four be to one. She's four price to price. one on the morning line. So you're okay. not giving too big of a price. She's second off the layoff. Pete Miller, obviously very good. It's his hometown. Uh, Spike for Spice Perfection surely is fast enough on her best day to be there. I'm going to go crazy long shot for you, Michelle. Tell me. I'm going to go Dawn the Destroyer. Third start, oh, no. third start off a layoff. She was only beaten ahead by Spice Perfection last time. She draws outside to stay out of trouble. She's lost to many of these. She's lost to Spice Perfection. She's lost to Come Dancing twice. She's lost to uh, Spice Perfection again. Even Heaven as my Nikki beat her. But I like her style. I think this could get very, very heated up front with the likes of Selcourt and Spice Perfection and Come Dancing and Danuska's My Girl and Kavfefi. And I think if with the right trip, Don the Destroyer is going to be one horse that's going to be closing late. And if you go way back, she has run a negative two before, which would put her right in the mix here. 12 to 1 morning line, Karen McLaughlin and Tyler Gaffleone. Don the Destroyer is my long shot in the Phillies sprint. Cool. Yeah, it was very good, huh? You like that one? It was, yes. Okay. All right, let's move on. Race 5, Breeders' Cup Turf Sprint. This is another grade one, $1 million. This is a wide open race. Michelle, where are you going in here? I can't wait. Uh, okay, I so my heart says go Eddie Haskell, but I just don't know if he's fast enough for these horses. And I don't think that Belvoir Bay is going to be able to win this race off of a layoff, although I'll be cheering for her, so... I like Shaky Shabazz. Shaky Shabazz for our guys. That's uh, Bradley Weisbord, Madikit, Michael Dub, that whole crew, Jason Service. Uh, I almost didn't get into the race, but he is very fast. And 12 to 1, Michelle, you're making a 12 to 1 shot, your top pick. I like it. I'm looking for Well, I also, for a favor, I like Pure Sensation. How do you not like him? He's super consistent. He's an old warrior. I love to see horses like this as eight years old running. Um, you know, he's never been able to win at this type of level, I feel a bit, I feel like. But he's brought his, like, best game multiple times. So okay. I think he's pretty cool. He's eight. I mean, he is. Seriously? He's eight, oh, and he's well, 11. Shit, he's 11. He's 11 for 19 at the distance, and he's earned $1.9 million. You can't go wrong with pure sensation. Michelle, I'm going to give you two prices in here. One of them, for my price play, is going to be Belvoir Bay. I've seen Belvoir okay. Bay a million times. She fires every single time. I don't care if it's a layoff or not. And always when you think there's people faster than her, she's right there. She did go to uh, – they gave her plenty of time from Dubai. Um She's on the way outside. I think she'll get a clean start from there. She's six for nine lifetime at Santa Anita. She's six for seven at the distance in the mon- uh, in first or second. Gary Barber, Pete Miller will be my long shot play at 12 to one. And my top choice is a horse named Leanster. Am I saying that right? George Arnold. I, I, keep, I keep picking Tyler Gaffleone. I can't believe this. Leanster just got beat by Steubens last time, but that was at five and a half furlongs. 
I think this horse likes a shorter distance, and he's going to get a pace to absolutely fly out. He's beaten the likes of Disco Partner, Pure Sensation. He did get beat by Totally Boss, two back. But that was, again, that was at six furlongs, and he was closing. He He's a closer. I'm looking for someone that can get yeah, a nice, and, and clean our, trip. Our turf course has been conducive to that, Absolutely. Too. So I'm going to give you eight to one. Leinster, Leinster, not sure how to say his name. But that's going to be my pick in a wide-open Breeders' Cup turf sprint. Go to race six. It's the Breeders' Cup Dirt Mile. What another another fantastic race in here, led by the incomparable Omaha Beach, who comes off the layoff to run an unbelievable race in the Santa Anita Sprint Championship. Mike Smith, Richard Mandela, 8-5 to five on the morning line. Michelle, where are you going here? Uh, I, I do think Omaha Beach can win this race, so he is going to be my top pick in here. Uh, for all of the reasons that we already know. My long shot play, though, is going to be Diamond Oops for Bian Cohn coming in off a second-place finish in the Shadowell Turf Mile. And that was on grass, obviously. So he'll be making his first start going a mile on the main track. But he's run well on the main track before. He's a graded stakes winner on dirt. And, you know, he's only four years old. He's had 10 career starts. He broke his maiden on debut. I think he's really interesting. And I thought his race in the Vanderbilt behind Imperial Hint was really good. And he backed it up with an even better effort in the Shadwell Turf Mile. He gets second off a break here. I like the stiff works that Biancone's been putting into him. So I'm going to go with Diamond Oops as my long shot play 15 to 1 in the morning line for julian leparu michelle i'm gonna go for my long shot play and i think you're gonna get a price here mr money nope cole front todd pletcher javier castellano uh this is a this is a very classy individual he won the godolphin mile back in march he's two for three at the distance of a mile he's eight for 12 lifetime with 1.8 million dollars worth of earnings and i think he might get the lead in here and I think at this distance, it could be very dangerous if you get someone loose on the lead. I think they're going to put Goldfront on the on the lead. I think he's really game. And at six to one, eight to one, something like that, he's the one who could upset Omaha Beach. But I too think Omaha Beach is the pro- most likely winner of this race. We don't like to give out favorites, but I like him. Okay, I like him too. And uh, Mr. Money is the one that's. I would love to see him win too, but we can only pick two horses. Okay. Okay. Let's move on. Breeders' Cup Philly and Mare Turf Grade 1, $2 million, sponsored by Makers Mark. Horse ownership experience has to go with Mirth. That's our Philly. Grade 1 Rodeo Drive winner last time in sneaky wire-to-wire fashion in 158-2. and two. Obviously, Michelle, we're going to be up against it. We're 20-1. to one. Uh, The horse to beat is Sister Charlie. She's your top pick or she's your long shot play? I'm going to say she's my long shot play because I have to. But um, Sister Charlie's 8 to 5. Michelle, where are you going? Um, I mean, I think it's pretty hard to go against Sister Charlie. We know she's going to have a pace to run at because of her stable mate in here. I think that she draws a fine spot because she's come from way behind and she's been able to just kind of make her own trip. Uh, Johnny V knows her super well. I mean... She's just, it's, she's, you know, a couple of the Euros that came over and are facing her again, they faced her in the Beverly D and they've just have nothing to answer for her. So I think that she's the one they're going to have to be some of the other Euros that look interesting, like Villa Marina and Castle Lady. They're, they're just three-year-olds. And I think that, you know, when you take on three-year-olds to a five-year-old with 10 lifetime wins, the five-year-old gets the advantage in that in that situation. So I know All right, this so, is super chalky, but I, I like Sister Charlie as my top Sister Charlie's pick. your top pick. Who's your long shot? 
What are you going to do? What are you going to do when Mirth takes the lead at the top of the lane? It'd be awesome. I mean, <laughs> I will scream, 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 scream my little bejesus tiny off like you have All right. no. All right. I'm putting yeah. Mirth for both our long shots just for the heart. We just need her to win. I'm, I'm going to go bold prediction here. You ready? Yep. Sister Charlie gets beat. Okay. Sister Charlie does gets beat. Mississippi, does Mississippi nope, beat her? Because nope. That would be I'm going to give. Shot. I'm going to give one of the Europeans will beat her. It will either be Iridessa, Fleeting, or Billiston Brook. And if I had to pick one, I really like Billiston Brook. She comes out of the Grade One uh, Kingdom of Bahrain Sun Chariot Stakes. I watched the race the other day. She was absolutely impressive. She gets first time Lasix. Um, she, her, before that, she had a little bit of time off. She won a grade three. She was second in an overnight stake. She won a stake. I know she may you not be at this enough? level. What's that? You think she's good enough? I huh? think she might be good enough. I think she gets the right trip in here. I, I just think she comes. Fl- someone Someone's going to come flying with Sister Charlie. This reminds me of the race with Lady Eli a couple years ago at Santa Anita when she was defeated. And this race just reminds me. I have a sneaking suspicion that it could... I'm thinking Iridessa, Fleeting, or Billiston Brook gets the job done. And if I had to pick one, I would go Billiston Brook. All right. I All like right. Mississippi to hit the borders at a price. I like her name. All right. Let's move on. Breeders' Cup Sprint Grade 1. $2 million. Two oh million. This has to be the race of the day. You're looking at Catalina Cruiser 4-1. to one. You have Matoli 9-5. to five. You have Chancelot 4-1. to one. You have Imperial Hint 4-1. to one. You're going to get a price on someone you love. Michelle, who do you love the most? Um, okay, so I do like Matoli in here. You know, he has been really impressive. I love the way he handles himself. I'm okay with him getting beat in the Vanderbilt. I think he draws a good post. Um, so to me, he is the horse to beat, but I really think his stable mate is interesting. Engage? It- is that your long shot? Yeah. Oh, wow. Look at you. Engage with Johnny V for Asmussen. He comes out of the grade two Phoenix with a win. He won an overnight stake at Parks before that. He, he was transferred from Brown, uh, Chad Brown to Asmussen, and he's just taken off. He was a 550,000 OBS March Persis by Into Mischief. Engage, Michelle's long shot. Eight to five. I mean, eight five for eight at this distance. So you're going with the Asmussen Exacta. I, that would be cool for, for me. I, and the, one of the reasons I like him is because I think that obviously there's going to be a ton of pace in here, and he does his best running from off the pace. Right. Um, so I, I think he's just going to be able I to really roll listen. into that. And the way the track's been playing this week, it's been more conducive to off-the-pace types. Okay. I'm going to give you a scenario where – and it, I'm going to give you a scenario for Rosario. Catalina Cruiser, okay. he didn't come up big last year when he was um, sent to Kentucky for the Dirt Mile. But this is his home track. He's two, outside post, He's too. two for two at Santa Anita. He's two for two at the distance. He's trained in phenomenal fashion for John Sadler, who finally got the monkey off his back last year. And can't you see a situation where they go blasting off and Rosario just stays on the rail and somehow sneaks through with some brilliant ride? I just a lot of these things you have to kind of visualize. And that's what I kind of see with Catalina Cruiser. I'm making him my first pick with a with a star next to also Imperial Hint. I love that he drew the outside, that he's going to stay out of trouble. This horse is due for a race like this. He's run so many good races. 
Um, I, I just hope he didn't leave it all on the table in his last two where he ran huge in the Vanderbilt and had that just mentioned will be Ferenzi Fire. Uh, he has run fast enough. He figures to get a nice stocking no, Catalina trip. Catalina Cruiser's not your long shot? No, Catalina Cruiser's 4-1. to one. Okay. No. So Frenzy Fire's your Frenzy long shot. Frenzy Fire's my long okay. shot. He has lost to Imperial Hint, Matoli, Imperial Hint, Matoli. Uh, those are his four, last four races, but he he seems to be getting better. He just ran uh, his top last time, which was a negative four on Thurgraf. He's three for six at the distance, and you're going to get every bit of 12 to one with a little guy named Ired Ortiz and Jason Service, Ferenzi Fire, as a long shot in the Breeders' Cup sprint. Let's move on to the Breeders' Cup mile. It's race nine. It's two million buckaroos. Michelle, another wide-open race full of Europeans. Where are we going here? And I think you might pick my horse. No, I doubt. I have no idea. What? Race. Okay. Zero idea. I literally have to, like, look at the race. I'm going to tell you, this this is one of my best bets of the day. Really? Yep. It's one of my best bets of the day, and I can't believe I'm saying it again. It's Tyler oh, Gaffleoni. It's got stormy. I love this filly. I love she set the track record in the four star Dave. She ran even a better race in the Woodbine Mile. Um, even though she lost. I she's seven for twelve at this distance. And Michelle, I don't see a lot of pace in this race. Uh Bolo, I don't give him much credence, and I think he'll be on the lead. But other than Bolo, is there a ton of speed in here? No. And I see her just getting an outstanding trip right off the pace. She puts on the Jets when they inside the eighth pole, and then all the closers start to try to come and get her. I think Got Stormy is a very, very solid play in here. And if you're looking for a long shot, I'm going to give you one. And like you said earlier, the old man in this field, Soudois, he drew in, he draws the rail, he gets Castellano. He was absolutely flying last time in the Shadwell. He was just so you know, he was 10th, three and a half lengths back on the final call and ended up finishing third by three quarters of length. Mm-hmm. This horse has been here before. He runs huge numbers, a mile's his distance. And I just, you got to root for the eight year old. He's earned $1.8 million. He, I like that he draws the rail and he's going to save ground no matter what. It's just going to be up to Castellano. And if you want a guy who finds a room, Go with Castellano. My heart, I want Bowie's hero to win this race. He drew the 14 hole with, like we were talking about with Dan Blacker's horse, hit the road. 14 is going to be tough to overcome. Uh, but with the lack of pace, I see Pratt maybe putting this horse a little closer than he's used to. He loves this track. He's three for nine here. He's seven for 15 lifetime at this distance. And my man, Phil D'Amato, trains. So Bowie's hero is my sentimental choice. All right? Okay. I, I am going to pick Circus Maximus. So in here for O'Brien. Okay. Blinker's coming on. First time Lasix. He's coming out of a win at Long Shop in the Prix du Moulin, which is a really good race. Um, I feel like he's relatively versatile where he can go. He definitely loves the mile distance, and they've run him farther, and he still hasn't been embarrassed. But I think the flat mile is ideal for him. I like the fact, too, he's run left, right, straight, and he still brings his game. And he's run good enough over good fast ground to think that the very firm ground he's going to get here should work in his favor. 100% agree with you that Circus Maximus should be on all your tickets. Uh, do not leave this horse out uh, at your own risk. I also think Uni is going to come absolutely flying late. I just don't... She breaks from the 11 hole. I don't know about the pace scenario in here. I just don't think she can get there, but... What about El Tormenta for a long shot play? That's not a bad play either. Ran great in the Woodbine Mile. Beat my top pick. Got Stormy. Um, 
He's four. He's improving, and I don't see why he doesn't have a shot, especially at a big price. All right, that's my long shot play. Okay, let's move on to one of the best races. Another one. Every race is the best race. The Breeders' Cup, Distaff, $2 million. You are going to have the biggest favorite of the two days in this race, and her name is Midnight Bisu. She's won seven straight races, including four grade ones. She's three for four at Santa Anita with her only race uh, loss a second uh, last year as a three-year-old. She has never been off the board at this distance. They used to say she couldn't get a mile and an eighth until she won her last two races at a mile and an eighth. She looks almost unbeatable in here. But you know what, Michelle? We're going to try to beat her. Who do you like? <laughs> well, I definitely like Minnie Bizu on top, like you said. They're going to have to do a lot to beat her. And, you know, my heart horse in here is definitely my little girl's secret spice. Um, but she's going to have to really, really... She's going to have to run the race of her life. Yeah, I mean, and I just think that let me, I don't love let me, let me propose, I want you guys to run her shorter. Let me propose a scenario for you. Okay. One of the things that you have to like as a Secret Spice fan is that Paradise Woods drew the rail. Paradise, Paradise. Woods is a, is, has, is a known uh, uh, trouble child, a little, yeah. bit, little bit quirky. She is not going to like to be in there. They're going to have to send her out of there just to get position because if she doesn't break or gets shuffled back, She's as good as done. I feel almost the same about Ollie's Candy. I think they have to put her in the race from the two-hole. And if you look outside of Secret Spice, you have Serengeti Empress, who, of course, has to go to the lead, as well as Mosi Cal. You have four horses that I think are going to spread this field out. And wouldn't it be nice for Johnny V to just tuck Secret Spice in right behind them, similar to the way she was ridden in the Beholder Mile, where she just got to the rail and just hung out until about the eighth, uh, about the quarter pole and then just took off? That's the way Secret Spice can win this race i don't know if it's going to happen but there is a scenario that she can win that race that way um i made ollie's candy my long shot just because she's 15 to 1 and i know she's a top quality filly she's she'd run back to back zeros on thoroughgraph the fastest horse in the race really is the negative what's, wildcat? what's that what's wildcat's odds wildcat wildcat oh wildcat i'm sorry wildcat is 15 to 1 as well she was defeated by midnight bisu in her last two starts this is a hell of a race, Michelle. We're going to enjoy it. Um, I'm going to have to take the hometown Secret Spice, our horse, obviously, and Ollie's Candy as my long shot if she hovers around 15 to 20 to 1. But I think you're going to see Sister Charlie get beat, and I think you're going to see Midnight Bisu get I beat. I cannot believe I'm going to tell Jeff Bloom you said that. Don't tell Jeff Bloom I said that. Yes. Even if you think that, you can't say things like that. Why really. can't I? Because you can't try and get... Midnight Bisu beat. I'm not trying to get Midnight Bisu beat. Michelle, it would be very easy for us to come on the radio and say Midnight Bisu is going to win. She's going to be even money. She should win. But all the pressure is on her. And let me tell you something. How many times have you seen horses run eight amazing races in a row? Uh, Zenyatta. Zenyatta. And what happened to Zenyatta in her last race? Well. What happened to Zenyatta in her last race? Give me the call. Michelle, you're. Zenyatta, Zenyatta, blame. Zenyatta, Zenyatta, blame. Billy, uh, can you? I have to pee so bad. Can okay, go pee. The- I'm going to start. I'm going to do the Breeders' Cup turf while Michelle pees because we don't tape this show. So Michelle's going to go pee. We're going to talk about the Breeders' Cup turf. It's $4 million run at a mile and a half. Your morning line favorite and possible horse of the year candidate is Bricks and Mortar for Chad Brown and Irad Ortiz. He has only won one, two, three, four, five, six races in a row uh, over two years. Five for five this year, 10 for 12 lifetime. The only hiccup with bricks and mortar is the distance. He has never run this far. Chad Brown was questioning whether to run 
in this race at a mile and a half or the Breeders' Cup mile at mile, obviously. He chose this race. He's nine to five. He's He's got to be the best horse in this race. He has fired every single time this year. I don't think the distance is going to bother him. I have to put bricks and mortar on top. I think uh, if you go to the Europeans, Anthony Van Dyke, um, they've been talking about this horse, but he's a little bit slow. He hasn't won a race since June where he won the Investec Derby um, at this mile and a half distance. He's probably the biggest danger to bricks and mortar. Uh, bricks and mortar would be my top choice for sure in this race. I also, I'm very high on this horse, Old Persian. I saw him yeah. win the Northern Dancer at Woodbine at this distance. Charles Appleby, he's eight to five, he's five for eight, excuse me, at a mile and a half, big numbers. I think if you're trying to beat bricks and mortar, you got to go Anthony Van Dyke and you got to go Old Persian. If I had to give a long shot, I'm going to go back to Phil D'Amato, acclimate. And he's going to be 30 to one and they are going to let him absolutely roll on the lead. There is very little speed other than Bandua in here. I think they're going to forget about him. And if there's one thing about acclimate, he keeps going. Um, now he hasn't been beating. He's been beating the likes of Oscar Dominguez and Ritzy AP and, and red King who's, you know, an East Rand. I mean, these aren't, this is certainly not bricks and mortar, but he is going to be in front when they turn for home. And at thirty to one or forty to one, it might be a nice try filler. Michelle, okay, I like um, old Persian, so yep. I'm on that bandwagon for sure. I didn't think his Northern Dancer was amazing, and it was a compact field, and he did get beat before that in Germany, but I thought he looked really good today. Charlie Appleby seemed really happy with the way that he had shipped over here. Uh, Nick Luck gave me um, kind of a little tip that he thought he had a chance as long as he stepped up from this race, and my long shot play is going to be Arklo. Arklo has done nothing wrong. He just won the Turf Classic at Belmont. At a mile and a half. Uh, a mile and a half. He gets Castellano. That was his best uh, third graph sheet number as, as a zero. Uh, and certainly he has a chance. I Like I said, bricks and mortar, the horse to beat. I just, whenever, and I Michelle. I run in the Classic. But how many times do you see it, Michelle, when they're like, oh, we don't know where to run. Should we run in, the, should we run in this? Should we run in this? And they choose one and, and they get beat. For whatever reason, he's going to be a he's going to be a heavy favorite. I think he goes down to seven to five, six to five. And if you're looking to play and try to make some money, there are plenty of other options. Michelle, we have rolled through this. We have about seven minutes left, and we have the last race on the day. It's the six million dollar Longines Breeders' Cup Classic, a mile and a quarter on the main track. Your morning line favorite at a tepid three to one is McKenzie. You have four to one Vino Rosso, four to one Code of Honor, six to one for higher power and a late. This is going to be a great race, Michelle. Take us through it. Where are you going and why? I have no idea who is going to win this race. I don't think McKenzie wants a mile and a quarter. I don't think that higher power ran as good in the awesome again or was training as well going into the awesome again as he was in the Pacific Classic. And now they've been keeping him out like super early in the mornings where I can't really get a good handle on how he's doing. So that frustrates me. <laughs> I, I'm serious. Um, the last work for Mongolian groom, uh, Enbish Ganbat was not thrilled, but it was a minute and two and he wanted a little bit more for him. So I kind of leaned in code of honor, but he got beat by Vino Rosso last time, and I'm not a huge Vino Rosso fan. And when he won the Travers, it was impressive. But he beat Tacitus, who we've already seen doesn't go on to do much, and Mucho Gusto, who's a sprinter. So, Billy, 
I I am like flabbergasted by this race. I don't like War of Will. I don't like Yoshida. I don't think Elate's good enough. I mean, I I, I have no idea who's going to win this race. All right, all right. Let's talk about narratives because when sometimes okay. when you look at races, you have to talk about narratives. Um, I think you first have to go through McKenzie. You can say he doesn't want to go a mile and a quarter. Um, he just barely got beat by gift box in the Santa Anita handicap. He looked up plenty of run in the Whitney that he that he beat Yoshida and Vina Rosso. Last race, who knows what happened. Um, he wasn't put in the race. He was wide the whole time. And if you look at Thurgraf, and we've talked about them a lot today, he's run negative three, negative three, negative two, negative three, negative two, negative three. Those are all faster numbers than anyone in this race, pretty much. So I think the race goes through McKenzie. I would be shocked if Rosario doesn't put him in the race from the get go. Um, He did draw the eight hole. He, you know, he has to avoid going wide, but there's such a long run to the first turn that I think he'll get over, get covered up and either be uh, uh, right with Mongolian room or uh, groom, excuse me, or Vino Rosso. Um, I think he, and we go narratives, right? So Mm -hmm. Bob Baffert made a decision to take Mike Smith off of McKenzie who had ridden him every race of his life. And where does Mike Smith go? To Bill Mott and Yoshida. Yoshida hasn't won a race since September of 2018, but he was second in the Whitney. He was third in the Woodward. He has clo- He was fourth in last year's Breeders' Cup Classic, only by two lengths. He destroyed McKenzie that day. And if they go too fast early, you're telling me Mike Smith doesn't want revenge and he'll see McKenzie in front of him. He is going to be riding like a wicked fool. And this has I, happened before. It's, his name was Drosselmeyer. Drosselmeyer. <laughs> and I see it happening again. I do. I will have money on Yoshida. He's 8-1 to one on the morning line. I also give a shot to higher power if he can rebound to the to that big Pacific Classic race. He stumbled badly last time. I mm-hmm. think he's in the race. And let me tell you I something. He looked tremendous today. I followed him out to school. I There's not a horse on the backside with more dapples than this horse. Um, he looked so great from a weight standpoint. His haircut looked amazing. He looked to the nines I think today. he's very dangerous, I think, and I think you're overlooking the filly. I think Bill Mott knows exactly what he's doing. He had a chance to run in the in the Breeders' Cup distaff and take on and, uh, and get some revenge on on Midnight Bisu. She's three for three at this distance. She is a grinder. She is a grinder, and she has tactical speed. I think the key with her is to save ground. And if if Jose Ortiz can save some ground and put her in a nice stalking position, she's the type of horse that can just grind with maybe some of these horses, like you said, that don't necessarily want a mile and a quarter. I think the race goes through McKenzie. I give a big shot to Yoshida on the Mike Smith narrative, and I would not overlook Elate here in the Breeders' Cup Classic. I like higher power probably the more I the more we're talking narrative. Michelle, what an awesome day we're looking forward to. I cannot believe we just ripped through those races in about 40 minutes. I hope everyone enjoyed it. I hope you guys go out, try to beat some favorites, get prices. If you like a horse, don't even worry about the tote board. Just go play. Right. I mean, yeah, have a great time. It's going to be beautiful weather. Um, and I'm just so excited, Michelle. I don't know what to do with myself. So, <laughs> so Friday can't get here fast enough. Thank you to all you we do. We have racing Thank- on Thursday. Don't forget. We have racing on Thursday. The Lure Stakes. Check out Andesh in here. In there. Might be overlooked. I'm giving you that. Um, Friday is going to be a great day. Saturday. Also, the Twilight Derby. Did you happen to look at that race? 
Uh, I didn't have to because you told me that horse is going to win, so I'm going to single him. Well, I I love your enthusiasm. He's ten to one on the morning line. He's got to beat. Check this out: Neptune Storm, Henley's Joy, Kingly, Noldy, Originaire. I mean, this is a really, really good race. We love our horse succeed and surpass. He's getting better. He's been training like an absolute fiend. Um, gets Johnny V. And I just think he's going to be tough in there, and you're going to get a big price maybe early in the day to kick off all the proceedings for the Breeders' Cup. Michelle will be running around. I'm sure she will be in purple. I appreciate, Michelle, all you do for the horse ownership experience. Thank you to our sponsors, TaylorMade, Delmar, Santa Anita. We're so looking forward to it. If you don't have your tickets, go to breederscup.com, buy some tickets, and get out there and watch the best horses in the world all in two days. Jumping on that, Billy, real quick. If you go online, you can buy just general admission early, like pre-sale for fifteen bucks. I think. Yeah, and just go, just go, be part of the crowd and be part of two amazing days of racing. Michelle and I will be back next Tuesday. We'll do our best to cram in the Breeders' Cup review and the most impressive races of the day. We'll ask a bunch of questions. We'll try to get someone on. Well, maybe we'll save it for the week after because we'll probably have so much to talk about. Thank you to everybody who's listening. If you have any questions, Billy at LittleRedFeather.com. You can tweet us at Own a Horse. Michelle, is there any way you could put our picks up on Twitter or like just put a poll or something? A poll? Yeah, maybe a poll. Who's pick, who will do better, Billy or Michelle? Oh, I can do that. Okay. <laughs> and then and then we will uh, we will see how we did next week. Thanks, Michelle, for doing this. I know you are so busy and you made the time to do the show. Uh, we will. I'll see you out there on Thursday and. Uh, I think that's it. We did All it. Right. So fun. So Here fun. Billy. Right. Yes. Shell. I'm doing the poll right now. Oh, you're doing the poll. Um, yeah. Who will have more Breeders' Cup winners? Who will have Are we more doing Breeders' Cup winners? Okay. There you go. For all you people listening, vote on vote for me. I'm a lock. Michelle, love you. We'll see you out there at Santa Anita. Thanks to everybody. Enjoy. Thank you for my coffee yesterday. You saved my life. You're welcome. And and listen, enjoy the Breeders' Cup. Don't stress. Just enjoy it that's what i gotta say just enjoy it take a deep breath deep breath deep breath deep breath come on deep breath tune in tomorrow i'll be on uh on breeders cups breakfast at breeders oh by the way you're doing a great job on that oh thank you yeah it's really great we are just trying to run around and get as much as we can and by the way we're doing awesome stuff and uh if you are on social media you can Give us any question or like tell us to go see a horse and do it hashtag QA at the cup and we will get them answered or go visit who you want us to. It's all kinds of stuff. Or just do hashtag LRF Nation. Well, we're not checking LRF Nation. So (laughs) (laughs) unless you're going to pass me on those, then uh, I can't promise. We got to go. Talk to you guys next week. Enjoy the Breeders' Cup. Bye. Bye. You're listening to The Horse Ownership Experience with Billy Koch and Michelle Yu, right here on LA Talk Radio. California Chrome Street and Strong. Absolutely sensational. California Chrome. California to California Chrome. All the way to the Kentucky Derby. California Chrome wins impressively. He's gone into overdrive. California Chrome wins the Dubai World Cup. One of the greatest performances you'll ever see. Chrome turns to gold.